0: Thank you for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. Hey you, yes you, I am your host, Michi Renee. It is Michi's passion to help you live your best life and do business God's way. Michi will be talking about entrepreneurship, manifestation, monetization, mindset, beliefs, starting and growing a business, nonprofit, or ministry, all while serving God. So welcome to My Daddy's Business. It's time for the show. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with your host, Michi Renetti.
1: Tribe, welcome back to another episode of the Doing Business with God podcast, dedicated to helping you do business God's way. In this episode, the problem we're going to be talking about today is we as passionate human beings have causes that we want to start and operate a nonprofit. I myself also have a nonprofit in a for-profit business. So the topic we're going to talk about today is should I start a nonprofit? I remember when. when When I first started my nonprofit, actually, I was doing it before I even officially called it a nonprofit. After my oldest child graduated from high school, during her college process and everything you go through for college readiness, I realized that there was a gap in programming for families who are not at poverty level, but their families, or they may not have been the 4.0 scholar, but they had, you know, good GPAs, 3.5 five, three, six, all these other criteria, but they didn't meet the criteria for some of the programs that are based on income because their families made too much money. And we were in that population of people that didn't have support programs because we were over on income. And so over the years, because my children have an eight and eight and a half year gap between their ages. So over the years, I would work with people's kids, help them through the college process, applications, filling them out, what they want to do, all of those things. And then in 2018, going into 2019, I decided to formally make it a nonprofit. And so the name of my nonprofit is called Am I Ready? A-M-I-R-E-A-D-Y. And so we work with students grades eight through 12 to make the college process a reality. So by the time the students hit 12th grade, they're able to answer yes to the question, am I ready? However, for a lot of people, who start nonprofits, who are in the social entrepreneur world, as they call it, a lot of times those entrepreneurs, they forget that a nonprofit is still a business. The base foundation of a nonprofit, you still have to hashtag treat it like a business. And that's what I tell any of the clients that I work with, whether it's a for-profit, whether it's a ministry, whether it's a business, the base of everything starts as a business. So you have to have that solid business foundation. I will be the first one to say when I speak to clients and they're trying to bring me on as a nonprofit consultant, I will be the first to tell people everything shouldn't be a nonprofit. You should not create a nonprofit. The first thing I'm going to do is to tell you to create your nonprofit development plan. You're going to need to do some research to really see if what you're doing is needed in the marketplace. You know, I know people think, oh, another food pantry or another homeless shelter, you know, whatever, but that's not always the case. There are a lot and lots of organizations doing the same thing that you're trying to do. So maybe you want to partner and collaborate with them. So misconception number one is people think they own nonprofits, and you do not own a nonprofit ever. You're the founder of the nonprofit, but technically speaking, you could be voted out of your nonprofit by your board of directors. You could be bumped out by your board of directors because you do not own a nonprofit. No one owns a nonprofit, and so that's misconception number one. That you own it, you do not own it. You are the founder, you're the executive director, you're whatever you are for the moment. And so when you're setting up structures, you need to keep that in mind. One of the other things is people think just because they start a nonprofit that they have the tax exempt designation and that is myth number two, you do not. A nonprofit is different than having the 501c3 designation or one of the other designations that you can have to be tax exempt. Because there are many nonprofits out there who are just a regular nonprofit, and then you have nonprofits who are 501c3 exempt or whatever the other tax codes and how they qualify to get the exemption. So that is myth number two that all nonprofits are 501c3, and that is absolutely incorrect. And so when starting a nonprofit, realistically, you need to know what your end game is because maybe you don't need a 501c3 for what you're trying to do. It depends on what it is that you are trying to do in your nonprofit, whether or not you need a 501c3
0: we hope that you are enjoying this episode if you would like to be a guest check the show notes for all the details let's get back to the doing business with god podcast with michi renee
1: Now, the other myth that I help my clients dispel is the fact that people believe that because they have a nonprofit, they qualify for grant and funding. You don't. You need a 501c3 tax designation to qualify for grants and other funding to push your nonprofit. Again, it depends on what is your end game. And so that is one way that I work with my nonprofit clients as a consultant. I help them work through a nonprofit development plan, which is similar to a business plan but it is a lot of work. I actually did my nonprofit development plan and worked on it five months before I even incorporated with the state and did all the other paperwork. And so that is myth number three. At
0: Travel Genie, we make your travel dreams come true. We customize your trip. We create itineraries, book airfare, hotels, cars, and event tickets. We don't just book travel. We create experiences. Travel Genie has four trips planned for 2021. San Francisco, Essence, Toronto, and Bali. A $100 deposit gets you started. Use the link below for more information. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Travel Genie 2017 and online at TravelGenie.com.
1: There are many, 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 many steps that you have to go through before you can even apply for a 501c3 application. A lot of times people try to do this paperwork themselves. Some people can get it through, some people don't. You need help, you need a consultant, you need a business coach, you need someone helping you coach you through the process. I have talked to many people over the last six months, year that have gotten taken for a lot of money and have not received results on what they paid for. There are a lot of steps. Steps that you have to that you have to do before you can even file that paperwork. So know what you're getting into. Do research in your market about what you feel is best as it relates to your nonprofit because they're not all created equal. So those are some of my tips and suggestions that I would have you look into if you are needing help consultation with your nonprofit. Feel free to reach out to me. My website is www. Schedule a difference maker. Or call, send me a DM, click the link in my bio, so we can talk about what it is that you're trying to do in your nonprofit. If you're going to need a, a tax exempt certification and all of that thing, those things, because a nonprofit paperwork is important, and there's certain components that you're going to have to have in place if you are trying to get someone to give you money. In most cases, what I found is people start nonprofits and they think the next day they're going to start getting funding, and that is not the case. A lot of funders want to see that you've had your, your tax-exempt designation for at least three years. And so even for myself, I haven't had my 501c3 for three years yet either. However, I have still been able to land grants because of the back-end work that I did when I started the nonprofit originally, because I did all the paperwork. I did all the business planning. I did everything on the front end to know that what I am doing is needed in the marketplace.
0: Join the movement and sign up for the 365 365- Days of Hearing God's Word Challenge. Check the show notes for all the details. Right now, it's time to get back to the episode. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with Michi Renee.
1: like to visit my website for my nonprofit, www.mireadyinc.org And you can see what we're doing, see what we're up to. We're always looking for volunteers. And if you feel like you want to donate, you can donate right there on our website. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been so amazing spending this time with you on the Doing Business with God podcast. I will see you in the next episode.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. If you love this podcast, please share it with your family and friends. Leave us a review and help us grow. We also want to hear about your biggest takeaways. Take a picture of this episode and tag us on Instagram stories under Doing Business with God. And we'll see you next episode. I am your host, Michi Renee. Get clear. God strategy. Secure the bag. Have the most amazing day ever. You've been listening to the Doing Business with God podcast.